In a world of complexity, rapid change, calamities and competing interests it is difficult not to realize that change is inevitable. Why then do change efforts so often fail? One reason could be that it is not the realization that you have to change, but the way you internalize and consequently act upon this, that determines success. Therefore, clarity about the external context and its challenges is critical but equally so, a realization how the organizational system should respond, an aspect that should be based on sound analysis. In this regard Larry E. Grainer, Evolution and Revolution as Organizations Grow, 1998, provides a useful framework for analysis by arguing that most organizations grow through stages. Each of these stages poses a crisis that can derail future growth and sustainability, as a result of an inability to respond effectively to societal and market trends. These phases are outlined as follows. Phase 1. Creativity. This phase is essential for successful establishment of the organization. It is characterized by entrepreneurial spirit and a focus backquote on responding to market needs. Informal relationships are established and the owner-entrepreneurs usually structure the organization around personalities. As the organization grows the need to develop for more formal roles, strong direction, systems, and procedures. This leads to the first crisis and revolutionary stage of the organization, that of leadership. One or more individuals who can provide direction, stabilize operations, and establish business processes, systems, and procedures. Phase 2, Direction, where organizations survive the first phase of an install a business manager and team, growth can be sustained. The development of the organization is characterized by the institution of systems for managing the supply of goods and services, budgeting, with sound controls and clear direction. A strong managerial culture is established, and predictability brings stability and security. The tendency however, during this phase is that the organization becomes rigid, the strong senior managers direct from the top, and this stifles innovation and ownership for problem solving and decision making close to where issues arise. The crisis of this phase is one of managerial centralization, rigidity and even domination. Phase 3, Delegation. To overcome the crisis posed in the second phase, the organization need to restructure operations and decision-making. The aim is to focus responsibilities as close to the operational level as possible. If successful, the organization is characterized by wider capability and core competencies across all functional areas. If, however, top management feel that they are losing control, mainly because of a lack of sound governance systems, they tend to take on responsibilities delegated and only leave those who they trust with full delegated authority. This creates widespread psychological insecurity, parochialism, and a culture of staying close to the boss to gain favor. Such a culture lacks consistent coordination, collaboration falls by the wayside with little or no resilience to respond to external trends and challenges. This phase poses the greatest risk for organizations in the current global environment for a variety of reasons. We face radical changes in the world economy and how organizations react to black swan events such as COVID-19. The influence of the fourth industrial revolution do not only pose challenges in respect of the destruction of jobs, types of businesses etc. but also how skilled labor can migrate, COVID-19 brought to the fore, the major fault lines in societies and increasing questions are being asked about the role of business as a corporate citizen. Phase 4 and 5, Coordination and Collaboration If organizations cannot overcome the crisis of the previous phase, they will go out of business. Therefore, the emphasis of the modern organization should be on the following. Creating a psychological climate for inclusion, coordination, and collaboration. Unleashing the creative spirit of each employee to become engaged, and take responsibility for the long-term sustainability of the organization. 
leadership should develop an organizational climate and culture where people with talent would want to employ their energy. In conclusion, what is important, with respect to these phases, is that it creates the internal context that either detract from or aid the organization in responding to external challenges and trends. Organizations should ask themselves what their prevailing organization climate and culture is, against the background of the above and based on this develop strategies for transformation and change. Philip de Kock sigging off. Philip de.